Hello to all of my challenge fans and double agents out there. <laughs> Welcome to Standard Definition, where we talk about the now, the before, and the later, all presented in Standard Definition. I want to welcome you guys to the first episode of the challenge recap where we are going to recap every single episode of the challenge double agents probably right after they air probably it is 9 34 the challenge went off air four minutes ago and here i am i have my handy dandy notebook i took notes the whole episode and i'm ready to give a live raw review i mean this is as live as this is going to get because i don't think that i'm ever going to like watch an episode and review i think that might be a little bit messy but without further ado welcome we start off the episode tj being all extra flying in and um the, the chopper whatever you want to call that little nice little you know espionage helicopter or whatever and you also see that the challengers are arriving to the first challenge all in their little um suvs little black spy suvs the spy theme is in full force this season and i kind of like it i kind of like it. i feel like the mtv has a really 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 nice catch on it they have a nice spin they spin it really really cute which is you know whatever whatever so the challenges arrive you know tj does his little introduction you know lies deception all that other stuff and he welcomes the challengers to the challenge double agents so basically he gets to the challenge first challenge is called mission decryption and it's going to be played in two heats there's a man heat and a girl heat and the goal is to run up this hill of rocks and to get this encrypted capsule. It's like a color code on it. And But there's one capsule. All the girls have to wrestle for one capsule to memorize the sequence in which they have to go back to their stations, put in the color sequence to detonate the bomb to win each heat. So... Right off the bat, Lolo just takes off up the hill. She, like, literally takes off up the hill. And we get a bunch of confessionals, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, praising her for her athletic abilities or whatever, which was cool or whatever. She did kind of take off. But in my opinion, I feel like there's a lot of people in TV that kind of show off in that way. And it's kind of like you have to play strategically. You don't have to let it be known that you're an Olympian. Let us see that you're an Olympian at all angles. We know that you're an Olympian. Don't burn yourself out trying to show us that you're an Olympian. So basically, we get a confessional saying that Anissa is kind of overplaying this game that she's been playing for the last, you know, decade. Well, she's actually been playing for two decades, I believe. Yeah, two decades. And she says that she's basically overplaying this game. She says she's played for her. She's played for other people. She's played for her team. She's been nice to everybody. But she kind of alludes to the fact that she's never played a ruthless game and she's making it adamant like she, she she's adamant about playing a ruthless game this season and i'm just here for this like anisa who is over being oh i like an underrated challenger 
Like, she's over people calling her a layup. She's over people saying that they don't want to run a final with her. She's just over it, and I'm over it, too. So, you know, challenge is, you know, the challenge is continuing. And, you know, guess who wins? Anissa wins for the girls' heat. It was kind of a close call. We kind of saw a lot of people before Anissa try to get a check-in so they can, like, win. Cause that's what you do when you check like cam if i if i can remember like it's crazy i really don't have a photographic memory i literally just finished watching this but like i was in the middle of writing notes and tweeting and just being in the mix and it's just like yeah whatever i have three pages of notes down though so basically we got people trying to check but initially um eventually excuse me anisa wins for the girls heat and then we get to the guys heat and that starts off, um, there aren't really many notable, like, players. Well, Fessy, he kind of had this little moment where he was, like, trailing away from the guys with the capsule, like, looking like a little mini beast. or Mini, actually, a big beast. He's a big beast. So, yeah, notable players in the girls and guys see Lolo and Fessy, but Anissa brought it in for the girls, and I just want to say... One funny moment from the guys, he was, I don't know who they were on the ground wrestling, but all the guys were on the ground trying to wrestle the capsule from somebody. I didn't get a chance to see who it was. It kind of panned fast, but CC was trying to pull the guy out to get the cap <laughs> to get the capsule, and he pulled the shoe off, and he just <laughs> he kind of just threw the shoe behind him, like you know, unknowingly. Like, just, you know, whatever. And it literally, he literally smacks Wes in the face with the shoe. Like, literally smacks him in the face with the shoe. And I don't know. It kind of was satisfying to see. Because I'm kind of an on and off fan of Wes. Like, he has his moments with me. But they're far, they're too far in between. But, you know, Fessy brings it in for the boys. But... TJ announces that the overall winner was Anissa. And it made me so happy because you could see when he was, uh, like, telling them that he was going to announce the overall winner. Anissa, right off the bat, said Fessy. And it was Anissa, and that kind of made me really happy. It kind of was like a vindicated moment for her because she's been getting slept on since... I don't know, bloodlines. Literally people have been sleeping I feel like people have been sleeping on her since bloodlines. And it's kind of annoying because she made it far on bloodlines, but whatever. TJ announces that they're going to be playing in pairs for the season. And Anissa has first pick because she's the overall winner. And you can see there's this moment. When Nisa, uh, I said Nisa, Anissa is kind of thinking about who she wants to pick, and we get like confessionals about, like, you know, like basically people continuously carrying the narrative that Nisa sucks as a challenger, and that's just not the, f the case. Only person that was supportive of her picking them was King Darrell because King Darrell is an OG, like, Anissa is an OG, so they know, they both know what's up. So basically, Anissa picks Fessy. 
Fessy has to deal with it. Anissa basically says in her um, confessional that Fessy needs to deal with it because Anissa's playing a totally different game this season. And I agree. Like, Fessy, shut the fuck up and deal with it. So, basically, here are the teams. We have Tori and Corey. We have Teresa and Jay. Nani and Kyle. Devin and Nicole. Wes and Natalie. Darrell and Amber B. We have Gabby and Leo. Cam and Josh. Leroy and Casey. CT and Ashley. Big T and Joseph. Lolo and Nam. Amber and Nelson. And Liv and Michi. Now... The the, the, the the twist about this is it didn't go kind of how like it usually goes when they pick teams they kind of just let one person pick the other person like no only person that was responsible for picking their partners was like solely picking their partner was Anissa Anissa picked Fessy and then TJ announced that they just had to you know divide and conquer stand next to your partner so we get a little bit like, uh, 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 like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Like, what are, who are we going to pick? Like, literally, the girls are scrambling. Like, they're scrambling. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them because it's just like, now y'all really got to show y'all hands. So we got people playing strategy. Like, Cam doesn't want to group up with Leroy because that's going to put a target on their back. Josh and Casey initially we're going to do it but then it just was strategic for them to split up because they don't want to have a little like you know big brother target on their back like you know we got people thinking strategy but one one notable scene from the the team picking portion of this episode was cam wanted to work with ct and ct kind of was just like why and then kind of it kind of was embarrassing because he kind of tried to like make cam explain herself like hello You've literally watched this girl kill it since her rookie season. Why wouldn't you want her on your team? So, nevertheless, he declines Cam, but welcomes Ashley in with open arms after because she's a champ and she helped him in his final on invasion. And it was kind of like whatever like it was like whatever he was so hyped to have ashley was like oh she picked me she picked me no cam picks you actually let's not do that but excuse me we get our teams and yeah they go back uh tj announces that you know um anisa and fessy are the double agents meaning that they're safe and they have to um basically choose somebody to go against the house vote so yeah we got that announcement they go back to the house and you know everybody's just like you know settling in from the challenge and it goes to the party so basically they're in iceland i think i think they're in iceland yeah they're in iceland and it's kind of like, where the hell was they filming at Iceland? Because it literally looked like they was in the middle of nowhere. Like, every scene that they filmed, it just seemed like they just fucking took them to Antarctica or something. It just was, like, weird, but cool in a way. Like, the landscape was cool. But the reason that I am questioning, like, where they at is because, you know, they filmed this during COVID. So, you know, everybody that was there got tested. So, you know, it was basically like almost like a closed, like a closed set. So basically, the, they have this big dome. The dome looks like Armageddon from 
find a reckoning like the armageddon elimination ring it's like that it's like a dome and that's where they're going to go to party every time they leave a challenge or whatever and every time it's like time to go out to party or whatever so the party's over next day comes and we see cam telling well these let me explain something i'm not going to for this episode specifically, I'm not going to really go scene by scene. There's a lot of things that don't really need to be put in. But I'm kind of seeing while I'm explaining this that I want to explain it scene by scene. So next episode, I think I might either try my damnest to record it live. Like every time a scene ends, I'll pause and record, do it like that. Or I'll just try to do in-depth notes but it's kind of hard doing in-depth notes when you're trying to like actually watch it like maybe i need to watch it twice or maybe i need to just wait till tomorrow until i can watch it and rewind and fast forward and record but basically next thing i have on my list is um i believe it was cam anisa leroy and casey they were sitting down and cam basically was talking to anisa like spitting game like listen we need to target champs and Leroy was like, yeah, like, we've, like, it's, and, and Cam basically made it a point to say, like, Leroy and Anissa have been there for a minute, and they haven't gotten that W under their belts, and, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's definitely, definitely true, and I definitely understand, um, feeling, like, the urgency to want newer people as champs, so cool, whatever, Cam's telling Anissa like we gotta vote in champs like it's time to vote in the winners it's time to play big early on instead of using the rookie excuse every season so anisa gets the logic you know it's 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 it's, it's logic nevertheless so basically in the challenge house i think that things spread like wildfire even when people try to make it a make it a, a point to not say it there is going to spread nevertheless so we kind of get Leroy saying it to like everybody in their little circle is second like seconding the notion that we need to put champs in so it kind of gets around CT and Wes are like scared they're like scared and as much as they don't want to admit that they're scared after Wes got word that they were targeting champs his face the whole rest of the episode and every scene that he was in it just looked like he was just like disgusted like oh my god like i'm irritated and west shuts down i've seen that west shuts down when he doesn't know what to do exactly in the challenge and whereas ct is scrambling ct is literally scrambling around the house questioning everybody like where did you vote where the votes lie and then his confessional he's kind of like saying trying to make it logical like oh my god i'm doing this just so i can see who's gonna lie in my face and did it did no honey you're doing this because you're scared and you don't want to go into elimination on the first go around which is fine but be honest about that so after we see ct west and ashley scramble because i think that they're the only champs with the exception of darrell after we see them scramble, deliberation happens. Deliberation is where basically everybody's deliberating about who the house vote is going to be. It's not even a house vote. Well, it is a house vote. 
So yeah, we get that. CT begins with this this speech, like like Joan of Arcing the fucking whole situation, like trying to basically it, it, it irritated me because he kind of was trying to speak to the the room as if they were below him in the in, in the in the sense that he was trying to spit game as if people haven't watched the challenge before and people know that okay putting rookies in is not going to get blood on your hands but also putting rookies in isn't going to really do anything good for your game because you're already counting the rookies out so basically he makes it makes it a point to be like oh well like you know you want strong people here, da, 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 all this other stuff. And I hate when people start the game off saying that you want strong people to run the final. Because nobody knows if the final is going to be ran individually or with teams. So it pisses me off when people say that. So basically, he tried to use the rookie excuse to keep strong people in the game. It was blase, blase. Queen Liv calls his bluff. Basically, he's like, she's like, cuts him off. And she was like, so that means throw rookies in. And he's like, no, like, it doesn't have to be rookies. Like, you know, da 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 And then, also, Joseph and Leo steps to him, like, kind of calls his bluff, too. Like, basically, the rookies are kind of calling his bluff. Because it's kind of like, you're not about to keep trying to spin this rookie narrative every season. Like, everybody tries to spin this narrative every season. We not about to sit there and let you throw us in because we're rookies. No, that's not a good valid reason as to why we should go in. So props to Liv, Joseph, and Leo for saying something in the room while he was there. Basically, CT, once everybody called CT out on his shit, it kind of was like he was at a, st- a standstill. Like, he couldn't really say anything. He had no argument. Moving right along. Basically, a power move is in play. Regardless if the power move fell through or not, it was still a power move and the ascent was powerful. So we're going to, you know, blase, blase. And we get to the next point that I have on here is Gabby being nervous for elimination because along with Ash, it was either Ashley and CT, you know, the vet champ vote that majority of the house wanted, or it was Gabby and um leo up on the plate because it kind of was like that was the rookie team it was like okay whatever y'all gonna y'all you gabby was sweating i understand why she was sweating but it's kind of was like if she would have took a bigger initiative to go around the house and see where the votes lie she wouldn't have sweated it even though there could have been a big chance that she could have been voted in by the double agents as like you know to go against ct and ashley up oop my bad ct and ashley are the quote-unquote compromised agents they're the compromised agents are basically the agents who get the house vote and yeah the double agents get to go well basically i'm kind of all fucked up right now not in a sequence but whatever basically all of the competitors, with the exception of Fessy and Anissa, they go in, they cast their soul vote. They don't go in as teams. They go in individually, and they cast their soul vote for the team that they want. And that's kind of what I like about this game, because y'all teams, but y'all playing an individual game. And I appreciate that about this season, because I kind of hate, like, War of the Worlds. Like, example, Davon and Bear. Davon kind of got the brute of all the shit that Bear was doing because they were teams and they literally was playing for each other. 
this time around is different. So whatever, whatever. So all the competitors go in, they cast their vote, and then Fessy and Anissa, who are the double agents for this episode, they go into the deliberation room and they reveal the compromised agents, which are CT and Ashley. But they also get to see who voted for CT and Ashley as well. And it kind of doesn't really get to put a big spin on the game because those are the only two people each episode that can see who, where the house votes lied in that whole scenario. So it's kind of like, okay, oh, big move, big move. Not really a big move. It's kind of, you know, whatever. So it was revealed that everybody voted for CT except CC and everybody voted for CC and Ashley except CC and Ashley, Wes and Natalie, Devin and Big T. I mean, I understand why CC and Ashley didn't vote for themselves. Duh, that's a no brainer. Wes is a fucking bonehead. So, you know, he was going to go with the thing that was going to save his ass the most, which was voting for Gabby and Leo, which was kind of stupid because. I mean, not stupid, but stupid. I mean, well, I understood because he is a champ, too, and they were targeting him, but he had a rookie counterpart, so he could have slipped through that, whatever. Maybe, maybe not, whatever. Devin is kind of like, ugh, I don't like Devin. I don't see it for him. Devin just likes to speak like he's just the challenge reporter. Like, he's just, oh, my God, like, Ashley's one of the best challengers in this game, and you better not count her out. Like, he's very much so, like, when are you going to speak your accolades? When are you going to not get in these confessionals and tell us who we should and should and should not count out in this game? When are you going to get in the confessionals and speak your story? It's kind of, it's, it's it's really irritating because it's just like Devin is just annoying regardless. Marie's ex is annoying. And also we have Big T. I'm, I'm glad that the rest of the house didn't get to see the, the house vote because that could have put a big target on Big T's back because... She was like, you know, the lone soldier in this besides Devin. But lo and behold, CT and Ashley are the compromised agents. And now we go to the crater. The crater is the elimination floor name for the season. Boom. It's called the crater. It's in. It's literally looks like they're walking into a volcano. Oh, my God. Have y'all watched it? Like the arc, like the interior design this season Whoever designed the theme for this season and, like, the house and the elimination ground, they deserve a raise. Like, it's really, really cool. I really, really like the, the whole aesthetic. It's cool. But it's called The Crater. You know, he announces that they get to choose who gets to go against CT and Ashley. No surprise that Fessy and Anissa chose Wes and Natalie. So, Wes and Natalie go down. Wes looks sick as fuck. Only person that doesn't look sick in this whole thing is Natalie. Natalie really has her confidence up. She 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 she's not scared at all. She's like, I'm ready, send me in. Meanwhile, Ashley is kinda like the same way Natalie is, but it's a difference. Ashley's badassness is fueled by her being fucking scared shitless. And you can see it in her face, you can see it in Wes's face. And you can see it CT's face. They're all shedding themselves because they know that the champs have a target on their back, whether they like it or not. And, and, and as much as they want to go back in this game and want to be like, duh, 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 I don't think that the narrative narrative is going to change that quickly from 
the champs being the target to someone else being the target. I don't think that's in the cards for them. So, Wes and Natalie goes down there, and then the bullshit. TJ announces that it's a girl's elimination. Now, this is where the fuckery and the tomfoolery comes in at. And this is where production always does this with either Bananas, Wes, or CT. They always find a way to save one of them. One of them. I'm sorry, I'm frustrated. They always find a way to fucking save one of these people whenever they're backed up against the fucking corner. Like, you know, in challenge, TJ announces at, at the challenge whether it's going to be a girl or a boy elimination. We all know this. We all know this. That's how it's always been. So why are, are they waiting until the elimination on this one sole episode to announce that it's a girl's elimination? Meaning CT is safe. Bullshit. Because they know that the main target for real was CT. Nobody was worried about Ashley. Ashley likes to seem like they was really targeting her. You're only a target on strength of CT. But it's funny how they waited until elimination to say that when they usually do it on the challenge. Because telling what elimination is going to be at the beginning of the challenge helps politicking and the nomination process it fuels it it kind of it changes it, it whether it's a boy or a girl determines who's going to get nominated for that elimination so that was cute production you're trying to save ct that was fucking cute but the elimination is called operation fire escape basically they have to swing back and forth on this long ass rod that's set on fire boom it's kind of a close call they have to get over this little hump in the middle. And that's kind of where both of them get stuck at. But Ashley gets over the hump first. But after she gets over the hump, she gets stuck. You can tell that she doesn't have a lot of core strength. Because it's like she's laying there like a wet fucking noodle. Like, I can't do it. But those wasn't her exact words. But you can tell that she wanted to be like, I can't do it. Like, she was like, I'm trying. And I'll give her that. She was trying. But after Natalie got over that hump, it was a fucking rap. It was a fucking rap. She got back there and back in no fucking time. And that sent Millionaire Mitchell home. So much for being multi-millionaire Mitchell. So, Natalie's the winner. And there's a twist. Now, everybody's like, Natalie's the winner. And TJ didn't announce the twist yet. So, I guess they assumed that every elimination, one person was going to play on behalf of the team. And so everybody was like, you know, or maybe not. They probably didn't think that. They probably didn't think that because TJ announced that it was a gross elimination. But nevertheless, TJ announced the twist. And the twist is that Natalie can either trade Wes for CT or she can trade Wes for any other agent standing up, like, on the, 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 the whatever they want to call it. We are not an elimination. And that is. That is a gag. That Now that is a gag. Because that basically. Like Tori said it turns the game on its head. Because it takes politicking. Scheming and lying to a whole new level. Like you can play this game. With your partner. And then just ditch him to the side. Or ditch her to the side. It's like. The theme of this season is really 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 legit. But. They ultimately end the episode on a cliffhanger. 
And the cliffhanger is Natalie making her decision and Wes looking like he wants to fucking shit himself. And CT is just looking like, well, what are y'all going to do with me? Ashley done walked off the damn set. Where's my fucking partner? So the episode ends with Natalie making her decision. Like I just said, Wes shedding himself and CT being in the unknown, not knowing whether he's going to go home or is Natalie going to pick him or whatever. So fate lies in Natalie's hands. Ultimately, I guess you can say that. So, yeah. Thoughts for the episode? I thought that it was a good episode. Um, we can see why the episode was titled License to Killer Cam. Because Cam and Leroy literally are hurt. They literally, the episode was literally about them. Like, their gameplay. Sorry if you can hear the mic back and going in and out. Because this fly just fucking tried to infiltrate my whole situation. But... Nevertheless, I enjoyed the episode because um, I'm a Cam stan, and she went into this season guns blazing, and I also like how she made it important to put her storyline in the first episode, too, and I'm not going to, it wasn't on purpose, you can tell that it was an organic moment, and she kind of just talks, she was talking with, um, she was talking with Anissa, I think she was talking with Anissa, Tori, and Ashley or Anissa live in Ashley. I can't forget who the other party was, but she was just basically talking about, you know, her family and her grandma and, and re- basically the reason why she wants to spend the money, but win the money, but also the reason why she's still playing to this day for our people. And it's kind of like, I'm glad that they put that in there. And it's kind of like Leroy and Cam, they came in here like, okay, we are the power couple and we are going to make the power moves because we want to win. And way to way way to make a first episode about you, Queen Killer. Way to make the first episode about you. So, out of ten stars, I'm going to give this episode a solid eight. And the reason that I say eight is because we um don't have any confessionals from a couple of people that I want to see, like both of the Ambers. Yeah, both of the Ambers. Um. Where are y'all? We didn't really get a Joe confessional. Yeah, they just need to do well with putting more people in episodes because we need to see them because they're still competing at the end of the day. Their place is not in vain. So, yeah, with that being said, I thank you guys for tuning in to this quick. I mean, I'm not going to say quick because I didn't rush it, but the time is just significant, probably significantly lower than other times. I want to thank y'all for coming and watching and listening or whatever you're doing to this challenge recap. Um, I look forward to these every week on the week. And yeah, I need to get better with these like little outros because it just seems like I don't be knowing what to say. It's like I don't. I don't really have an outro. So yeah, maybe I'll do that in time being. Whatever. Y'all have a good night though. I'm about to take it down literally take it down so y'all be great